All right, we are live here at Dunkin' Donuts Westwood. The morning crowd has gone. We are with uh, Nativity coaching legend George Forney. Uh, before we get started with George, reminder of our sponsor, Darren J. March. Uh, info will be in the um, uh, info area on your podcast. Also, Cackle, uh, generous enough to sponsor us. So, Coach Forney, uh, I showed up late to this interview. Um, because I, I had in my my mind 8.30, uh, and it was at 8, I checked my calendar. So if you were my coach, what would be my punishment here? <laughs> You'd be running a few laps and that sort of would thing. Would I play so. next game? or No, it's, it's good. It's good to go. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I, you'd be running them today, to be okay, quite honest. Right, and I'd be over and done with, oh, yeah. even though I have a yeah. good excuse. Okay. So you are... Uh, you know the forty is is kind of it's it's kind of you know the forties the Liebermans those are kind of uh, nativity lineage kind of uh, royalty if you will um, I know I left out some names here so please no one get offended but um, you grew up in Norwegian Street right were you part of Norwegian Street that's correct thirteenth in Norwegian um, now I remember when I was talking to uh, uh, Jack Dalbin a couple a couple months ago uh, he was telling me he they faced off against you guys a lot right yeah we had uh, I mean Jack was. Um, they were known as the, the Howard Avenue Worms, worms. and that, and uh, uh, I was kind of the leader of the uh, <laughs> Norwegian Street group and so forth. And uh, we had all we we used to get together, play a lot of sports together on the streets. Uh, we actually um, up on uh, 14th and Howard Avenue. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're anyone familiar with that, that street is so wide and oh, uh, yeah. so long, no cars ever park up there. We used to play touch football and. Uh, softball and that up there pretty much on a daily basis and that and um, yeah we we had some great times and we would add some people from different areas uh, a lot of people are familiar with rick Laubach and uh, he lived down on 11th or i guess 10th and uh, norwegian and that and then he would join in every once in a while uh, mickey arthur who was quite an athlete at pottsville uh, a few years before i graduated from nativity and that uh, they were all part of uh, our group and that and there's also another group up in 16th in the Norwegian uh, led by Joe Pfeifenberger who ran the bowling alley up uh, and what was their crew? where wise is this at now I don't remember what the names were but we had some really great competition in that through uh, through now, did you guys play like race street or east side or anything or you guys kind of now in high school and that I know a couple times uh, we went around we played some uh, some baseball games and that over in Port Carbon and that but uh, I mean, we used to uh, pretty much on a on a daily bla- basis when we were kids, and this goes before the middle school was built and out over there. We used to walk over uh, through the cemetery and up through the woods there, and that and that was when uh, where Pottsville's baseball and softball fields are now. Uh, that's where the Pottsville played at, in those days, but you were allowed on the field pretty much at any time because there was no grass there. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the summer and that, we'd be over there pretty much on a daily basis, and you know, or at Railway Park. Uh, so now, were you Railway or Rotary? I played at Rotary, but okay. um, we used to go out and uh, you know there were there was a playground and that out of Railway also and that, and we used to go out spend a day, you know, either over at 16th Street Field or out at Railway. So. It, it was different when we were growing up. You don't see kids do that type of thing nowadays. So um, we had a lot of fun with it, though. And a lot of good athletes came out of that. Oh area. yeah, I mean, now you mentioned Rick Laubach. Was there was there like a secret punting sensei? Because the rumor is that you're you're a very good punter. Well, I don't know. I didn't play football in high school. Uh, 
my freshman year, I didn't go out for the team I was going to. Uh, and you went then to after Tiffany, that, right? uh, I ended up I never did. Uh, probably I regret that to this day. Because uh, when we used to play on the <laughs> around the area, and I, we used to play tackle football and that without pads and that on. So, I mean, why in the heck wouldn't you play? But I guess I, I had a pretty good arm and. Rick was the best punter in the county, and I guess if we had a competition, it would have been uh, pretty close because, I mean, Rick went on to play at Lehigh with a football scholarship down there, and, uh, you know, but uh, if you ask Tony Pacenta, he'll tell you. He'll uh, give you the real he, answer? Well, Tony could tell you, but I guess I'd rather have him tell you than me as far as okay. uh, well, my, maybe my we'll set up abilities a, a, there. A Rick Laubach, George <laughs> Forney, uh, we'll pay-per-view event here on, uh, on Howard Avenue. Now, you know, uh, I, I did a little, you know, digging in terms of figuring out a couple questions to ask you. Talking about your foot, uh, your son Scott says when you coached uh, CYO volleyball uh, that you were a great server uh, for practice, but you actually served excellent uh, balls, I guess you say in volleyball, with your foot. So you'd actually, you'd actually kick it? Yeah, I could do that. I actually, actually, to be quite honest with you, it's funny you should ask that because I'm – my daughter is the, the volleyball coach up in Nativity right now, and my granddaughter plays up there. And uh, I'm always telling them I'm going to come out up and teach to kick serve to them yeah. in that. But because my daughters had played CYO for me back when they were, you know, younger and that, and uh, uh, I, I could I could kick the ball over the net on a line drive pretty much uh, like people do <laughs> nowadays with their serve. In fact, one day you just kicked it, or yeah, in fact. Uh, Last week, one day, I was up at the volleyball practice. I went up to see my grandson run cross country. And uh, when I went in the gym, I yelled over to my daughter and said, here, watch. And I, first one, I kicked it over perfectly. So oh, at 72 years old, I can still do it. I think you should go on, like, America's Got Talent or something <laughs> like that. I think, I think uh, you're, you're hiding uh, a lot of your uh, main uh, secrets here. Um, so you go to Nativity. Did you have a, a plan to come back here and coach, or does that? How did that develop? No, it's just uh, when I went to Nativity, um, I, I had a basketball scholarship to Bloomsburg, uh, and um, I actually only went one year. I will re obviously regret it to this day, but uh, I was homesick, and um, I ended there. up I dropped out after my first year, and um, I started working in the area, and back then. Uh, Bob Walker was the boys' basketball coach in Nativity, and uh, I went up, and uh, he was one of my coaches when I played. So uh, uh, I helped Bob for a couple of years coaching basketball. Back then, um, Bob Maceros was the football coach at Nativity. Bob Maceros uh, from Blue Tavern? Is that no, no, this was, would have been uh, – he was from, um, from the Lancaster area. Uh, he taught at Nativity for a couple of years. He's actually, everybody thinks that uh, Coach Shields was the one that started the track program at Nativity. He was not. Oh. Uh, Bob started that track program. Uh, we had quite the track team, so I helped him with that also. I, I also helped him, uh, was one of the assistant football coaches uh, back in uh, the late 60s when my brother uh, Charlie and Jim Toomey and that group were, were playing at Nativity. And um, so I, I helped out up there with the boys program for, I guess, three years uh, before I left the area. And then when I, uh, when I came back, uh, I coached CYO for 11 years here at St. John's. And then uh, after Father Mako 
uh, got transferred from up in Nativity, and Ruth Weidman took over uh, uh, for her first year. Um, she and I got together, and uh, she took me on as um, as her assistant coach, and uh, that's kind of I was. <laughs> How, how much did you learn from, from Coach Weidman? Oh, I, you can't ask for a better person. I mean, she coached my girls in that, um, and uh, she obviously has been very successful down at Blue Mountain also. And uh, she just is really, really great with kids in that. And I was kind of uh, <laughs> uh, a little more vocal and so forth, let's say, when I was younger and, and that, uh, and coaching in that. And, uh, uh, a little bit of me, I think, rubbed off on Ruth, but more of uh, her uh, <laughs> more relaxed demeanor, I guess, um, rubbed off on me, I think, uh, through the years. But what a great person to coach with and someone to have your kids play for. Now, you know, Nativity, Nativity. I remember, you know, when my brother and sister went there, I think the first state championship was in 90, was that? For was it Father Mako? basketball? Yeah. No, 1978. Okay. They, and what was 90, the second one or third one? No, that was the second one. And I remember, like, I think I was in third grade at the time. I was thinking, wow, that's, like, a pretty big deal to win the state championship. And then, you know, then it becomes they're winning the state championship, you know, well, quite often. You no, know, well, we were in the years that I coached with Ruth and uh, that um, Frank Popek, my son uh, Scott, and uh, Maggie Rothamel, Amy Snukas, uh, that we were uh, coaching in that uh, – we were involved in seven state championship games in the t 25 years that I helped coach up there, and what an experience that is. <laughs> yeah, and and in the, the Schuylkill League, um, this is a, a widely known stat. Wasn't weren't they in a they had a school a Schuylkill League team within a state championship for how yeah, many? Yeah, we had years? a long run. It was close to 20 years or something. I think that there was a team from the Schuylkill League that was involved, uh, you know, in in state championship game for every year. Now, when you take over a, a franchise, if you will, like like Nativity Girls Basketball, what's your feeling like? Are you excited? Are you scared? I mean, because well, now you've, you've to be honest with you, I when that occurred and Ruth took the position down at Blue Mountain, I uh, I, I had no intentions. I did, my goal was not to be a head coach. Okay, I was at the time, I guess. Uh, 50-some years old, uh, you know, I was content in doing what I was doing, but uh, at the time, I know um, Ruth had pushed for me to, um, you know, take the position, uh, and um, I know uh, Father Jankaitis was the principal at the time, and uh, he also had, had talked to me about doing it and so forth, and uh, I thought about it for a few days. I actually went golfing with uh, Tony and Val Pacena and Ruth. Uh, on a Sunday there, and then uh, they pushed me a little bit more. I think Tony at that time was the head of the, uh, the Green and Gold Club up at Nativity, and uh, um, I made a decision then that night then that, uh, you know, I would do it. So uh, um, I'm certainly glad that I did, but, I mean, I, yeah, I was a lot big shoes to fill, yeah, of you course, know, from yeah. Father Mako and with Ruth. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was a – decision that I'm to this day very glad that I did make. Now, what, what is it about Schuylkill League girls basketball that, that that makes them so good when you compare them to other teams in the state? Well, I think back in, at that time, the competition was uh, just uh, uh, unbelievable around here. We were one of the first areas that really that the sport uh, took off in. And uh, I mean, summer leagues and that sort of thing, uh, 
there was just so many people that were involved in it, and it's carried over to this day, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have, the last few years, not maybe as many good teams as, as there were a few years ago, okay? But uh, we still have some, our better teams are still, uh, that they can compete with anyone. I mean, when we had that team um, with uh, Aaron McGee and Hootie Mohan and mm-hmm. uh, Kristen Cuff and uh, Maggie Rothermel, uh, we could have competed with anyone in the state. I mean, we beat teams like Chester. We had Altoona and Hollidaysburg come in uh, to, to, to play. We used to go to a tournament down in Delaware back then. And uh, I say to this day that um, when that group, when they were seniors, I think we could have won uh, Class A, Class AA, and Class AAA, maybe not Quad A, but mm-hmm. I, I think we could have won the other three. Yeah, they, I remember that. They have to be, uh, if not the best team ever, one of the top two or three that ever came out of this area. Now, I know the obvious answer, but what, what's a better feeling as a coach? Going into a packed Marts Hall for a Schuylkill League uh, championship? Because, I mean, that's just packed to the gills. Or Hershey Stadium for the state championship? I don't know. They're both unique. I, I, I tell people to this day, there's so many people ask me, do you miss coaching and that sort of thing? And I I tell them the two things that I miss the most are, uh, first of all, being around the kids on a daily basis, and that uh, I really, uh, I really enjoyed that part of it. There's so many different, uh, you know, people that, that you got to know and to coach and so forth. And uh, but the other part of it is, uh, I really, really miss the adrenaline rush of coaching a big game, whether it be at Mart's Hall and mm-hmm. in a packed house, uh, or uh, you know at at Hershey and uh, the second time we played for state championship when I was a head coach was up at State College. So, you know, that that experience is uh, just flat out unbelievable when you get there a little bit early for the game and you come out on the floor to warm up the first time and just looking around and that, it, it, it is amazing. But Mart's Hall is, <laughs> it's second to none. I, I, I mean, you just cannot. Yeah, that's Google League you, weekend. You, is. you cannot describe that atmosphere out there when when that place is packed, and uh, I mean, uh, I remember uh, the year that Jerry McNamara was a senior, mm-hmm. and uh, they were playing Trinity after us, and that I, people were standing three, four deep uh, out there that night, and uh, Jim Beheim coaching Syracuse, sitting in the stands and that sort of thing. But uh, we played before some terrific crowds out there, and that is. That's unbelievable. As a coach, uh, what was the what was the, the stadium that you liked going into because it was rowdy or like that? Is there was there a rival that you knew was going to be a little little? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I got to the point the last few years. I think the people from Marion at times I thought were going to come down on the floor <laughs> after me. Uh, Lourdes was always interesting to go to, and Williams Valley is a trip for anybody to go out when they, they have that student section. Uh, sitting right behind the one basket out there and that that's 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 always quite the experience so i i i would say uh those three places probably uh you know more than more than any <laughs> is there uh is there a loss that still haunts you to this day what's that again? is there a loss that still haunts you to this day uh yeah probably uh the one that that does the most is we were in the third round, I guess, of the playoffs when um, Kylie Choclos and uh, uh, her group uh, and uh, Nikki Farr and, and that were juniors, I guess, uh, 
Gabby Napholtz was a senior that year. Uh, we were in the third round of the States out there, and I don't want to say we got ripped off, but <laughs> we did get ripped off at the end of the game uh, on a call under the basket. Uh, and uh, I'll never forget there was three referees doing the state games, and uh, referee under the basket, another one down there, and then there was a woman referee that ended up doing a state championship game, actually. I saw her on TV, was standing in front of the scorer's table at midcourt, and she makes a call under the basket that basically cost us the game, and we end up losing by a point out there. Mm. And facing our kids in the locker room after that game was just uh, – not not a good experience really i mean there were tears everywhere and it was very emotional in trying to talk to them after losing a game like sure. that you don't often like to blame stuff on referees but i have no idea how someone standing at midcourt can make a call when there are two other referees that are right there on top of yeah, the it play. doesn't make sense so anyhow but probably more than any of that one now well i i mean i i I think I was away when you were coaching, but where? What was your coaching style? Did you let did you let the, the let let the runs go, or did you did you just call a timeout right away if you guys? No, I mean we had uh, especially till probably the last three years and some injuries uh, and that sort of thing caught up to us a little bit, uh, and the number situation also started dropping a little bit, but uh, we were pretty loose uh, as far as the coaching staff. I know. Uh, when uh, the first year that I took over as head coach, we did go on to win the state championship that year. And uh, I mean, something that I did even like at practices and that I always felt that uh, we played music uh, and the kids loved it. And mm -hmm. uh, it was something that, uh, that was something that I wanted to do. And I found that when we, uh, when we did our drills, which always, uh, we. Our practices were two hours. They were limited to two hours. We would be out of there. Uh, and uh, the first hour of every practice, everybody on the team, from the best player to the, you know, the player that sure. maybe would, would, man, was, yeah. was yeah. not the best, you know, the, uh, all did exactly the same thing. And uh, to me, when we play music and that, uh, I think that the uh, – you, you could just see the difference in the tempo and that of how they ran the drills and so mm -hmm. forth. So, uh, and no, we weren't, we weren't big on calling timeouts and if one needed to be called, we did. Right. But, uh, you know, it was, like I said, I was uh, a bit of a nut as a coach when I first started. When I coached CYO and that, I think I was a little crazy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I. We, we were pretty calm as a coaching staff. Really. Now, was that a, a hard? That came from Ruth. You know, you're saying at CYO, you maybe were a little little different. Was that hard adjustment to be like, okay, I got to take a step back here and maybe kind of adapt to the Well, I mean, I think I think I had a conversation with Ruth when I went up there and talked to her about that and so forth. And I said, you know, that I, uh, I, would, uh, <laughs> I would adapt my style a little more yeah. to hers, okay? Uh, but I did ask her at the time that I wanted to make sure that uh, – you know, uh, she did give me the ability to coach, which sure. she did. I, I mean, it wasn't that I, I, I couldn't. I had to be myself. Yeah. But I was a lot like uh, for fans from the area. If you remember Mickey Cohen and and uh, Joe Eckley. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was a lot like that when I was <laughs> coaching CYO. So <laughs> it was quite a quite a different person that uh, coached at Nativity from coached you know in those earlier years.
Now I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot. What, what's your favorite state championship? Oh man, that's 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 hard to say. I I, I mean seriously, uh, probably probably the one as the head coach, uh, the first mm-hmm. one, and that because I don't think there's anyone that thought that team could possibly uh, win a state championship. Uh, I mean they they were such overachievers, uh, and certainly did not have the skill level of some of the other state championship sure. teams that we had and um, and again with us being basically a new not that we were a new coaching staff because we were all there before but uh, you know with Ruth not yeah. being there any longer and that and uh, uh, I, I, would, I would have to say that one I mean we had some people that stepped up there big time for us we had Sam Jansen took that team on our shoulders as a senior and uh, uh, had some other people, uh, Megan Whitman, prime example, uh, that didn't start for two-thirds of the year and as a senior and stepped up. You know, I, I remember telling her at the time because, uh, you know, she wanted to know why she wasn't starting in that, and I just told her to keep working in that, and I said, you forced me to play you, and mm-hmm. she did. And uh, it's things like that that uh, you remember about a team, and I know Ann Jaltomos was a sophomore at that time, and uh, it was just, it was just uh, I, I would have to say that one. Now, after you won the first year, were you relieved, or were you like, uh-oh, i got to do this again? <laughs> No, really. I mean, it was you. You every team is different, yeah. and I mean, all, all we ever asked from the kids was that they, uh, uh, you know, give, give us our best ep- their best effort that they possibly could, and uh, you know, uh, I, I I always feel that the kids enjoyed playing for for our staff, and uh, you know, I, it was uh, uh, just just an awesome experience, really. Great. Well, thanks so much, Coach. This has uh, definitely been enjoyable, and I'm sure uh, some of your ex-players and Tivity family are going to enjoy this. Well, thank you. I thank appreciate you. it. My pleasure.